0: Welcome to the Inspired Riding Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Lauren Parrish. As a certified riding instructor, remote coach, and rapid transformational therapy practitioner, a powerful form of hypnotherapy, I'm here to remind you to slow down, trust your intuition, and really deeply listen to your horse. And this will make for the best co-creative dances possible, whether you're on the ground or connecting on their backs. Thank you so much for being here. And here we go. Hello there, inspired riders. In this episode, I'm actually going to read a blog post I wrote a while ago and realized I never made a podcast out of it. It's called End Your Session on a Good Note. And I think it's really important, especially with the change of seasons, to emphasize this to make sure you stay safe and you and your horse are going to feel your best no matter how long the session is. So here we go. I'm going to read this for you. How often have you heard your instructor say, let's do that exercise one more time? While repetition is useful in most cases, it's really important to know when you and your horse should find a happy stopping point in your ride. Many riders trust their instructor to make the decision to end the session for them. But what if you have a voice inside of you that says, You know what? That was good enough, and I think I've reached my capacity for learning today. Are you able to voice your opinion in those instances? If it feels uncomfortable to say it out loud, just let your instructor know that you want to focus on quality training, and you're concerned that if you push yourself, This might not end well. That should open up a conversation with your instructor so they can help you figure out when those good moments happen in order to stop and praise your horse and yourself. Can you notice when your horse is also feeling like they're telling you they're done? This can be a tricky thing to decipher as you might need to tactfully change the subject and offer something else that they definitely excel at in the moment. If you decide to come back to the exercise where they were being a little resistant and they're still having a hard time, then they're most certainly trying to express to you that they certainly have had enough for the day. The worst thing to do is get in a battle with your horse. You want to create opportunities where your horse offers to do things for you rather than you begging or forcing them into it. That's when trusting your intuition and your horse becomes critical to the learning process. An overworked and underappreciated horse will only become resentful and might even lose their sparkle in their movements. I want you to learn how to feel when it feels just right and say to your horse in a very expressive way, thank you, you've got it, almost like they've won the Olympics and get that excited about it. Once you've decided that this is the moment to end the session, You can either hop off and hand walk them cool, or take them on a long and relaxing trail ride, or immediately give them a few treats or scratches. It's really about whatever works best for you and your horse, and it might change from day to day. Here are some common things that can happen when you're riding to help you find your end moment easier. Number 1. Your horse is searching for the right answer to a question that you're asking them in a variety of ways. It could be as simple as asking your horse to back up on a straight line. If they aren't having success for the first few times, but then get it done really well the next time you ask, you can end the session there. Seriously. Number two, if you're riding along and your horse has been doing everything beautifully for you, and you feel like you want to do just a little bit more, end the session before you ask for that next thing. Don't get greedy. If your sessions end sooner than the horse expects, they will usually offer you more in the next session. Number three, your horse is feeling frisky and curl hops a few times, but then settles down for you. I would suggest asking your horse to do some very basic patterns where you know that you'll have success and then calling it a day. This will help them feel more comfortable and know that they won't get drilled or punished for simply expressing extra energy. I know there are a lot of people who say that the horse should be pushed to extremes if they aren't being compliant, but I feel just the opposite. I think of how willing these horses are to let us sit on their backs. And when they buck and actually manage to keep us on their backs, they are just trying to let off steam and express themselves the best way they know how. If we punish them for being themselves, it's unfair. And please remember, your horse is doing his or her best to tell you something. It's better to take a step back and even hop off if you need to so you can figure out exactly what your horse needs. They could also be in pain, so really assess as much as you need. And this is one of the best lessons to learn. You can hop off if you're nervous about something and it won't do any damage to your horse. It's better to get to the root cause of the issue than try to soldier on and run the risk of injury for either of you. Are you sensing a theme yet? Shorter sessions will benefit you in the long run. Of course, it's wonderful to have variety and be able to build up endurance. I'm not saying all of your rides should just be 20 minutes or less. I'm just suggesting that when your horse is learning something new or having a hard time with something, it's best to end the session sooner than later. I hope this gave you something to ponder. I'd love to hear how you know when is a good time to end your session. You could always email me through the website inspiredriding.com or find me on Facebook at Inspired Writing. I know this is going to be a short and sweet podcast, but I wanted to share one more little story for you. It's called The Power of Short Sessions. After my amazing lesson horse passed away, Biffy, I was devastated. We were together for 13 years and taught countless lessons together. I was so low, I wasn't even sure I wanted to continue teaching. Yes, you heard that right. Something that brought me such intense joy and satisfaction was painful after the first few weeks when he crossed over. One of my amazing clients was in the process of selling a young mare. She decided to gift her to me instead. This was such an overwhelmingly generous gift, and I was incredibly grateful. I knew then that I had to keep doing what I loved. This little 13-2, bay and white greenie, offered me hope again. She was so keen to learn and do things with me, I decided to call her Hermione. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, after all, so it was quite fitting. My husband joked and called her the brightest pony of her age. When I first started working with her, we worked on all the basics. Walk, whoa, breathe. Walk, whoa, breathe. That became solid. I would do that for 10 to 15 minutes at a time and then hop off. She'd always look at me so curiously as if to say, you know, I can do more. And I knew that. I wanted her to know that I wasn't going to drill her, ever. I wanted each session to feel fun. I praised her for every little thing she offered. She responded by offering more each time. Then we worked on walking and trotting transitions. We did this for another month. She was solid on a lunge line and knew voice commands perfectly. I was even able to have my students work with her in the same exact way that I was riding. It was a beautiful way to continue her consistent training. After about six months, we went to our first schooling dressage show. Hermione was calm and steady. She did way better than I expected. The judge was very complimentary as well. Then we added tiny jumps to our schooling sessions, after going over countless ground poles. She loved to jump and was actually bolder than I was. I finally took her to a little jumper show, and she got second and third place ribbons. I had to wear a bulky sweatshirt over my show coat since it was one of the coldest days in Texas. I was incredibly proud of how she took each fence. I ordered the professional photos, which showed off my huge smile over the cross rails. As I look back on our progress, the short and sweet sessions are what made all the difference. She felt willing and eager to continue her training. I never rushed her. We had a trusting relationship. And I will always be grateful for the time we had together. After the fires in 2015 that took our home and facility, I ended up giving her back to the dear soul who who gifted her to me. She's now living happily with her family and has three young boys to take impeccable care of for their first pony rides. And the coolest thing about this is now I've applied all of this with my pepper pony who I got at the beginning of 2020. And ever since I got him, he's always been really impressed with my ability to tune in and stop the session before he's getting too tired. And it's amazing because he used to be a lesson horse and was worked a lot with children. And I told him as soon as he came to me, I said, I'm the only one who's going to be riding you now. You're not going to be drilled. And he kind of looked at me like, okay, this is interesting. I'm not sure I believe you yet. (laughs) But after ride after ride he was just always looking at me like that's it really I can do more and we've just developed the most beautiful relationship now I can't believe we're almost coming up on four years and we're totally simpatico he, he knows what I'm going to ask I know when he's really ready for something or not and it's the most beautiful feeling so I really want to encourage all of you to start implementing more of these short and sweet sessions and I can't wait to hear how you do this with your horses. So again, you can email me or message me on Facebook or comment in our group. Our Facebook group is Inspired Riders, a group of supportive horse people. And believe me, they really are supportive. If you haven't found your community online for really fun, kind horse people, then come on over. And if you need help finding it, you'll see it in the show notes. So thank you again so much for listening. And remember to lead with kindness for yourself, and for your horse. You can find me anytime on inspiredriding.com and check out all of my services and products. And remember, we do have the Focus app. So if you need a short and sweet session just to grab, you can fill out a four-question quiz, and it will produce a beautiful little video for you to have an inspired idea for the day. You can find more information about the Focus app on inspiredriding.com forward slash focus dash app. And you can even get a three-day free trial to check it out. Thank you again so much for being here and for listening. And may the horse be with you always.